welcome to episode number 70 of the Caregiver Cup podcast. Today, we're going to talk about granting yourself grace, giving yourself grace, cutting yourself some slack, forgiving yourself or whatever, loving, loving yourself the way you are and then the situation that you're in. Here's a few examples that I thought about when I first thought about the topic. You're being kind to yourself when you drop the ball on something that you normally do instantaneously and it's really easy to do and you drop the ball. Oh, I can think of many examples here. Uh, forgetting to pay a bill, forgetting to pick up something at the store, forgetting to turn off an appliance. Oh, I mean... Those are minor things, but again, grant yourself some grace for dropping the ball on something you normally don't have an issue doing. Or being kind to yourself, even if you neglected your self-care. Maybe you're looking at yourself this week and saying, yep, I haven't gotten up early, I haven't worked out, I haven't taken a walk, I'm eating terribly. Grant yourself some grace and then move on. It's easier said than done, right? Be, another one is being courteous to yourself and letting go of your frustrations. Maybe you're frustrated over your loved one's condition or something that happened. And being courteous to yourself and letting yourself just let it go. It's like the frozen character. Let it go, let it go. But it's harder, it, again, it's harder to, it's harder to do than to say. Learning to allow yourself, another one here is learning to allow yourself to let go of things that maybe you fall short on accomplishing. I am very much a high achiever. I don't know if you are as well, but I love my to-do lists, and each and every night I think about what I'm going to do the next day and plot out how to get everything done from a work perspective, a business perspective, a caregiving perspective. And when I fall short on it, I beat myself up. I have to learn to allow myself to let things go. Another one is loving yourself and your spouse or and your loved one despite your faults and weaknesses. Each of us are not perfect. Each of us will have our faults. Each of us will have our own opinions. And you need to love yourself enough and be okay with that. Another one is forgiving yourself. Maybe you got into an argument or you gotten angry with your loved one and now you're resentful and you just need to go ahead and forgive yourself. Maybe you said something that you regret. Being able to forgive yourself and granting yourself grace in this, this troubling or this trying time that you're in. And then the other one is, is what I just talked about, allowing yourself to release the guilt. But Maybe you take, maybe you took a day off. Maybe you took a mental health day from work. Maybe you just needed time to just rest. And we as women sometimes feel guilty for doing that. But some days you just have to go ahead and let your mind and body and soul catch up. And so let's talk about grace then today and talk about it in more detail. You know, when you look up grace in the whatever state you're looking in now in Google or uh, the dictionary or whatever, it is, first of all, the A or the first one that comes to 
the dictionary definition is approval. Grace is approval. Second is mercy and pardon. Thirdly, grace is a uh, a special favor or a privilege. I think that's a really good one. It's it's giving yourself a, a special favor, a privilege to go ahead and and understand it. Another one is a disposition to or an act of instant kindness, courtesy, or clemency. Or the last one here, it's a temporary exemption or a reprieve. So if you look at it, yeah, it. I love the definition of grace. As a caregiver who feels overwhelmed like you or I do, it's easy and normal to feel this way and then also to feel depressed and alone. This is where grace comes in. I would encourage you to print out the definition or or think about it often. Maybe you find a quote and put it on your screen print on your phone that says, grant yourself grace. Grace is giving yourself the stamp of approval, showing yourself kindness or granting yourself clemency or finding reprieve. Whether you feel comfortable with caregiving and find it rewarding Or if you find it more challenging like I do, I hope you know that it's okay to give yourself grace. That's such an important tool. And I was, I actually write these podcasts on a Saturday morning and I'm, I'm taping it on a Saturday here. I usually, it's, it's a, it's like a pattern. I write it and I'm like, oh, this is so good. I run down the stairs and I tell Dennis, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is another great one. And it's, it's really hitting home for me. And so I, I, I think giving yourself grace here is a choice. And giving yourself grace is an art and it's a practice that you have to do over and over again. It's almost, I almost wish somebody, when I have these thoughts in my mind, could come to me and say, Kathy, did you grant yourself grace? Do you realize that the situation you're in, just let it go. I wish somebody was on my shoulder to do that. But you have to look at the person in the mirror that you see each and every day. And you have to talk to that person, whether it's out loud or in per- or silently. And giving yourself grace can heal you and bring yourself peace. It's truly a mindset shift. It's a mindset practice, especially in your caregiving season. It's an, it's really important right now, wherever you're at in this season, to adopt a grace mindset. I thought about some, some mindset ways to think about, and I jotted these down, so I want to share these with you. First and foremost, think about you're not perfect. You don't have to be perfect. Be real. Be you. No one is perfect. And I want you to repeat this after me. No one is perfect. You are not going to do everything perfect. You're going to mess up, especially as a caregiver, especially if you've never done things before. You're going to say the wrong things. You're going to forget things. And you're going to make mistakes. The goal is not to be perfect It's to be yourself, to be genuine, to be real. 
And I think that's what we all have to remind ourselves of. And I have to remind myself of this each and every day. I mean, think about it when you're driving a car. You're driving a car and you've you've had your license for years and years and years. You catch yourself every so often not seeing something. I mean, my gosh, you made a mistake. That's why accidents happen. You you train yourself not to, to make mistakes, but there's going to be some time where you didn't see the, the car that was coming the other way. You know, that's why you turn left and turn right and turn left again or whatever the 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 direction is. Number two I thought about for a mindset is mess up, but don't let yourself feel bad. So more or less embrace the mistake or embrace the emotion. Once you get through it, it's okay to admit you were wrong, but don't let the guilt eat you alive. And I love this, and I I found this online here, and I found it in a few different spots, and I rewarded it a different way, but guilt is an ugly monster that will never leave if you don't let it go. Practice letting things go, whether that be writing them down. Remember, I, I think I've said this in previous podcasts, write it down, write down all of your frustrations and why you feel guilty. Crumble that piece of paper up and play basketball with it and throw it in the basket or write it down and then cross it off. Remind yourself that these feelings are temporary. Just because you've had a bad day doesn't mean you have to have a bad life. Heck, you and I are going through, are most likely going to have many bad days and probably more bad days in this season than good days. But we don't want this to take over our life. Another mindset is give yourself permission to not do everything. Unless you have a cape and you can fly, you are not superwoman. It's okay not to be able to fit everything in. Do everything you need to do. Please everybody that you need to please. More or less, make a list of the things you have to do. And then fold that list in half and only do half of it one day and half of it the other day. Now, this is hard for me to do, but I have to prioritize what's most important. There are some uh, coaches and leaders out there to say, you have to go ahead and create your top three list or your top five list for the day. Those are the top things that you need to get done. If you get anything else done, it's a super win. But what's our, what are the most important things to get done? Let's take a quick break. I wanted to take a quick second and tell you about a free resource that I created just for you. It's not your typical one-page sheet. I wanted much more for you. I've done workshops on these topics and wanted to give you a resource that you could use to journal where you are at, reflect on your stress, and figure out ways to shift and move into a better space. Caregiver stress is inevitable, and if you don't find ways to reduce and release your stress, you're going to burn out. The good news, though, my friend, is no matter where you are at in your overwhelm or your caregiving season, you can shift your stress. In this resource, I share my stress shift 
plan, say that twice, that changed my caregiver life and many of my caregiver clients. I also give you proven practices to reduce your stress. You're going to see 17 of them. So download this great resource by going to my website at kathylvan.com. And my name is Kathy with a C. So it's C-A-T-H-Y-L-V-A-N.com. My friend, make yourself a priority. Take this next step and work through your stress. When you do that, you can show up better for your loved one. So without further ado, let's go back to the show. Give yourself permission to not do everything. Never, another one here is never feel selfish for taking me time or you time, your personal time. Whether that's taking a walk by yourself, reading, going for a drive by yourself, going to lunch with a friend, you need time away. You need to go ahead and get a break so that you can be the best that you can be. Another shift or another mindset piece that you can think about is do one thing a day that you're proud of. Now, this one... This is something I haven't done enough of, but when you lay your head on the pillow at night, you should be proud of one thing that you have done. Whether, and remember, don't set so high of expectations that you can't get it done. You know, you're not going to go be able to, maybe you can, but I'm just, this is a weird analogy. You're not going to be able to go ahead and paint your house in one day. Maybe that's, you know, a bad analogy, but maybe it's, it's, maybe it's saying no to something. Maybe it's as simple as that. You know, I'm proud of myself that I didn't commit to this extra responsibility or we didn't go ahead and take somebody up on this offer. It's okay to say no. Or maybe you're proud of yourself for going to bed early or making yourself a salad for lunch or organizing a closet that has always been stressful for you or talking to your loved one about something that's bothering you. Find many wins each day and Either it's a gratitude journal at the end of the night or you just lay down on your pillow at night and saying, hmm, what am I proud of today? What am I most proud of myself about today? Whatever grace looks at for you, give it to yourself. Give grace to yourself. If you are feeling stressed, overwhelmed, if you're feeling stretched, for time or energy, if you're fatigued or you're angry, all of these things, I'm I'm probably forgetting some of them, but take a step back and think about the situation. What could you do to grant yourself grace? Did you need to fill that to-do list so heavy like I do, for example, and now you're beating yourself up because you didn't get everything done? Or you made a mistake. I made mistakes. I I think I've shared checkbook mistakes that I thought I had an extra $500 in my checkbook and realized that I overdrafted. You're human. You're going to make mistakes. What caused the mistake? You have to think about that. You didn't do it on purpose. So think about your situation. What would it be? 
Bottom line is, and I don't know if this was a 70s or an 80s term, but don't sweat the small stuff. I don't remember where this is come came from. If you remember, let me know. But bottom line is don't sweat the small stuff, especially in this season. Give yourself permission to go ahead and make a mistake, fall forward, knowing that you're going to be a little touchy moody, whatever it is. Give yourself permission. Give yourself grace. Love yourself and really give yourself a little bit of room to breathe because you deserve it. And so you want to think what stresses you out, what causes you anxiety, what causes you to feel pressure. And you're always looking for ways to reduce that. But if things are going to happen, you're going to have to grant yourself grace. I used to beat myself up for crying when I was younger, crying. I was a big crybaby all the time. And people would say, oh, go, there she goes again, crying. But you know what? I granted myself grace and realized that my emotions were truly my heart and my soul speaking and really feeling it. And I embraced it instead as I grew older. I think grace and the way you extend grace to yourself comes with setting yourself some love, first of all, and then also thinking about your own expectations and your healthy boundaries. What can you do to go ahead and make sure that those expectations that you're setting of you are realistic and the boundaries are healthy? You also need to go ahead and understand what your challenges are, understand what your reality is. It's definitely a season that is more difficult and understanding your loved one, your spouse, your partner, your parent, your sister, whoever you're caring for, you need to understand their situation too. What's causing them frustrations? What's causing their mood swings? What's causing you to be worried or angry or doubting things, that sort of thing. So you need to really think about grace and the big picture when you're thinking about grace in general. Take some time and ask What are you expecting of yourself in this moment? I think this is a really good journaling activity for you to do. What am I expecting of myself? You can maybe call the next few pages your grace pages and journal it out. Go back to just what we talked about and talk about you are not perfect and even put on this, put on there, I will. And listen to all the things that you possibly could do. Because when you anticipate that this potentially could go wrong, it's okay. I may leave angry from my loved one if I visited my mom. Or I may leave frustrated from the doctor if they don't know what's going on with my loved one. You know, those things. But I also want you to reflect on your people-pleasing skills or your go-getting skills. What What's happening with that? Again, I have a quiz out there that you can take, kathylvan.com forward slash quiz, and you can find out if you are a people pleaser, if you are a go-getter, if you are a nostalgic, because if you are a people pleaser, 
Granting yourself grace will be the last thing you want to do to you. You won't, you don't treat yourself as nice as you would. Or if you are a go-getter, your expectations are so, so high. So again, you might want to take that quiz and kind of that might give you some balance when you're going ahead and reflecting on this journaling activity. You also want to think about how can I set healthy boundaries and allow grace to fill my soul? And what I'm talking about is what are my healthy boundaries and my expectation? I'm not going to fill my plate so full that I don't have time for myself. And then when you're doing this, lose the guilt for for others helping you out or lose the guilt for your loved one who is in convenience by you not coming over today or them feeling lonely. And I'm, I'm going to just share this. There are days when I have set my healthy boundaries and Saturdays are my day to go ahead and get things done around the house and also to do my business. But I sometimes feel guilty because this is Kathy Day. And I know that my mom is sitting home or at her apartment and I could be doing something with her today, but I don't. So we dedicate Sundays to that. Or I'm. it would be really cool if I could go to a movie with my, my spouse or I could call up a girlfriend and we could do something on this day. I could live in that space of feeling guilty and frustrated and not do my business today and then try to stay up late in the evenings to get it all done. But that doesn't work for me. I have to allow myself to set healthy boundaries and grant myself grace and permission to do this because this is what I need to do. This is what I love to do. This is this is my purpose. So that's just an example. Another one is to understand very clearly your entire situation and your loved one and really reflect on this so that when you are thinking about giving yourself grace or giving yourself permission to love yourself, you need to understand the disease that your loved one has or the injury that your loved one has, the emotions that come from caregiving and the emotions that are going to bubble up from time to time, the feelings that come from those emotions. I was talking about crying, you know, crying, yelling, that kind of thing. The triggers that will come up on occasion from your entire situation. You need to think about everything because I think you and I may own things we don't need to own. And really, we don't, we can't always fix the situations. We can't always be the the people pleaser to make sure our loved ones are always going to feel okay because our loved ones' disease is going to cause them to have back pain or mood swings or feeling fatigued all the time. And we need to go ahead and understand that 
and it's going to happen. That's just an example. I'm sure there's other ones as well. So I know I've rambled on here now. What is it, 20 minutes into it on grace? But I hope you found something that you can take as a tiny golden nugget to go ahead and give yourself permission to allow yourself to go ahead and be you. You are not going to be perfect, but you're going to be genuine. You are an amazing, an amazing caregiver doing wonderful things. You are giving of yourself to your loved one and doing the best darn work you can do as a caregiver. So hope in some way that I have been able to give you hope and that you can give yourself grace through this process And you'll find, you'll make a better caregiver. You'll be a better person when you go ahead and use that grace word more often. Because in a year from now, in two years from now, in 10 years from now, you want to look back at this time of your life to say, hmm, it was tough, but I also became a better person. Love you all and have a good rest of the day. And we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Bye for now.